We're joined in studio by Josh Matlow. He is a sitting city councillor and he's running for mayor and he's one of the top seven candidates. Nice to have you back. Good to be back. Thank you. I did interviews with all of the candidates on their way in. Now we're doing one on the way out. I wonder, has this campaign changed you in any way? Have you learned anything? Are you exhausted? Uh, Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I've learned so much from this campaign. Visiting communities across the city, going to neighborhoods, meeting with communities and listening to their, uh, their focuses, their concerns, their priorities, their frustrations, their needs. I've learned about the city to a depth that I had never done before, and I'm so grateful for the relationships that I've made. And, um, you know, I know how to fight for people even better than I did before. It's changed me in many ways. Um, and I think most importantly, it's taught me um, about understanding views in parts of our city that I hadn't well enough before. I think any good leader, even if you come into the office with you know your belief that you're going to do everything right and you know what to do, needs to understand other people's opinions and differing views and uh, you know recognize that you have to find a path with them. I'm very proud of the campaign that we've run. Uh, We've certainly set the agenda when it comes to the ideas that we've been debating. We've run a a positive campaign. I've been very clear that it's important to differentiate, but not to uh, deride. And ultimately, um, I feel, you know, optimistic about Election Day, regardless of, yes, I'm a realist and I'm a pragmatist and I see the poll numbers and I'm not delusional. But that being said, it'll be interesting to see if how people have answered some of the polls, if that will be reflective in the results on Election Day. And I think that we, we could be up for a surprise. I don't think I'm splitting hairs to say there's a difference between uh, winning against Olivia Chow and stopping Olivia Chow. Are you part of the effort to stop Olivia Chow? I have never seen this election as a race where I am especially running against any other individual. I mean, yes, realistically, that's how elections run. But I've been running on uh, a set of values and priorities that I was very clear about from day one. I have a very comprehensive, evidence-based, honest, costed, deliverable platform. Uh, in fact, it's the only platform that has Kevin Page. He's the uh, the former uh, parliamentary budget officer of Canada. Uh, he's verified that it makes sense that it can be delivered, that it's right. costed, it's but real. But do you see an Olivia Chow mayoralty as a threat to Toronto? Uh, that's hyperbolic. I mean, a threat to Toronto? Like, I think she's a well-meaning person who, you know, wants to serve our city. I think I, I, I don't like that kind of rhetoric. Do I believe she's the best option for Toronto? No, because if you look at her platform, there are at least $125 million of promises that she has not been able to justify. She doesn't show us how she's going to pay for it. She's not been upfront about much of her uh, even agenda as far as her platform. Like, her platform's a quick read. So I, I am concerned that we've had too many elections where, uh, you know, candidates have come in and sort of said, we're everything's going to be fine and the streets are going to be paved with gold and every kid is going to get a unicorn. And people sometimes buy into the idea of what they want rather than the reality of what they're getting. And um, it'll be interesting to see how effective Olivia Chow will be as mayor, given that her platform and what she's actually proposed uh, isn't very substantive in this election and certainly 
suddenly there are many commitments that she's made that she has no idea how to pay for. And uh, and I think that's why she's received so much pressure to be more upfront about how she's going to do what she says she wants to do. I know in your intake interview, if we can call it that, we talked about the fact that uh, on you know, occasionally you're not the most popular figure. You said it's not a popularity contest on council. But as mayor, can you draw a majority of councillors and get anything done? Of course. I mean, that was never really a question, given that every mayor in our history since amalgamation has been able to do so. And um, Right, but it, some kiss ass better than others. I don't think Rob Ford did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he was he was probably the most unpopular counselor uh, amongst his peers. I think, you know, the, the honest reality is even before the strong mayor powers, there were already carrots and sticks that the mayor has under the City of Toronto Act that allowed them to get their agenda through. Uh, David Miller did, Rob Ford did up until his, his scandal, and John Tory did up until he left as well. So that has never really been a concern as far as reality. That being said, I've never sort of gone along to get along just to sort of get committee appointments or, you know, just to kind of get the favor of whoever was the mayor at the time. Uh, now, it doesn't mean that I haven't supported good things that they've done, because when it's good policy, I think that we need to back it. But I've also been, you know, very clear that when I disagree with something, when it, when the math doesn't add up, when I think it's wasteful, when I think it's wrong for Toronto, I will take a stand. And I, I actually believe that that is the best kind of representation non-ideological, not just to serve your own self-interest, but to do what's right for the public. Anthony Fury was on an hour before and uh, kind of pulled out the flamethrower. Um, <laughs> but if you combine he, his vote and Mark Saunders' vote, there's not an insignificant number of people who just want us to crack down on the encampments, get yes. rid of the drug yes. and the needle exchange programs, um, hire more police officers. Yeah. Uh, so that is popular. That is not necessarily anybody who was going to vote for you anyway, I suppose. Well, I think it's actually really important to understand the root of that position and that popularity. I, I think it's actually very reasonable to uh, to say that tents are not the solution to homelessness and they can't be in the parks forever. I think it's reasonable to say that needles in parks and playgrounds are completely unacceptable. They're unsafe. That That is inarguable. The question is, how do we deal with it? And my disagreement with uh, Mr. Fury is that he'll he'll kind of scream into the air like, "This is bad. This we're turning into Seattle, and everything's going to you know chaos and anarchy, and let's everybody get angry." That's not helpful. Uh, I believe that the best way we can serve Toronto is identify the problems, but offer realistic solutions, and then be honest about how we're going to pay for it. Mr. Fury and Mr. Saunders uh, will talk about the that we should all feel. But if you look at their platforms, I challenge any reasonable person, including their supporters, to tell me, to tell any of us, how are they going to pay for their promises? They said cut, cut waste and stuff, but what? Like, what are they cutting? Is it snow clearing? We hardly do that well enough already. I've got a plan to improve that, right? So what are they going to do to do what you want them to do? And if they can't answer it, they don't deserve your vote. Okay, we're out of time, but uh, have you come up with a favorite movie yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, uh, well, I, uh, Reshmi, your colleague asked me a couple days ago, okay. and I told her that it might be Shawshank Redemption, All right. but I'm also the kind of person who likes more than one movie because most, I think most people don't always just have one favorite thing.
Yeah, okay. Um, and it said in one resume I was reading that yeah. you're a former actor. What uh, Years which, ago. Which would be an odd coincidence since Anthony Fury was a former actor. Yes, yes. And uh, what a stretch that we've both gone into politics. There you go. We'll leave it there. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> John, thank you. Okay, we'll see you next week.